Hello and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host, Tyler Callahan, and we got another busy week in Hollywood. This includes the latest box office numbers, new movie announcements, and China continues to approve more Hollywood films. Let's start with the numbers. Opening in first place was Candyman with 22.3 million. In second place was Free Guy making 13.5 million for a total of 79.3 million. Dropping down to third place is Paw Patrol the Movie with 6.6 million for a total of 24 million. And fourth place was Jungle Cruise with 5 million for a new total now of 100.1 million. That's right, we got another movie to pass 100 million domestically. Finally, in fifth place was Don't Breathe 2 with 2.8 million for a total of 24.6 million. Let's talk about the good news. First, the newcomer of Candyman with a solid opening of just over 20 million. This is really good for the film as the budget for it without marketing was actually around 20 million. So it's on track to make a profit at the box office, assuming it does not collapse next weekend. I am assuming decent likes here. So with all of the August movies now released, I think we can draw some conclusions here. First, while Delta has been affecting the box office, it can only affect it so much. As in, if there is a movie people really want to see and cannot watch it at home, a decent amount will still go out to watch it. Case in point, Free Guy and Candyman. Even the Suicide Squad opened to above 20 million. However, since none of these movies were must-see ones, they are performing good, not great. Except Suicide Squad, which is just crying in a corner. Free Guy is on track for 100 million domestic guaranteed now, and so we look again toward what Shang-Chi can do. The reviews are now out, and it's a bit higher than a lot of uh, Marvel movies. With a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, looking at all the information, I still think it can hit 50 million for its opening weekend, with the possibility of 65 to 70 million uh, for the four-day. And yes, because it's Labor Day weekend, there is a you know, there's a three-day number and there's a four-day. Uh, this would put it on track for at least a 150 million finish domestically, maybe even close to 200 million, if not hit 200 million. But again, uh, for it to do that, not only does it have to open four-day around 70 million, it also has to have great word of mouth. But it would have the time to make it then. Now. Right now, I would say for the domestic market overall, it is bearing the full force of Delta as cases still rise in many parts of America, and so far has survived if it can get through until October. Ideally, by then we will see a drop in cases, and beginning with No Time to Die, a more consistent stream of bigger releases to get people to go to theaters and watch. Heading over to China, Free Guy had a pretty good opening. It came in first place with 23.8 million, and so far is getting good word of mouth, so it looks like it can have a decent run there, which will really help the film. Dropping down to second place after a month up top, Raging Fire made 8.5 million for a total of 163 million. Luca made 2.3 million in third place for a total of 10.5 million. And fourth place was newcomer Farewell My Lad, which also made 2.3 million. I could not find out how close Luca and this one were off by, just that they both made 2.3 million. So I'm going to assume just a couple thousand. It should be noted that there are still some theater restrictions in China, but it looks like they got a handle on the Delta spike there. With that being the case, we could see restrictions removed in a few weeks. Also, for Hollywood movies, the releases keep coming, with Paramount getting approval and a September 3rd release date for the Tomorrow War. How much will it make? Eh, not too sure. Probably not a lot. It's been on Prime Video now for two months, so there are easily pirated copies, HD, with Chinese subtitles for a while now, so 
it's kind of been a, anyone who's wanted to watch it could have watched it. And while the reception to the movie has been mixed worldwide, maybe people in China will warm up to it. Now let's take a look at the numbers worldwide. To wrap those up, Candyman did open internationally this weekend with a less than great 5.23 million for a worldwide opening weekend of 27.6 million. Expect this one to have a stronger domestic gross overall. Free Guy, thanks to its release in China, made 37.3 million for a worldwide total of 179.6 million now a lock for 200 million and possibly even 250 million worldwide which for an original ip is very good paw patrol the movie made 10.3 million for a worldwide total now of 61.9 million it's going to be close but there's still a chance it can make it to 100 million worldwide when its run is done the suicide squad made another 4.6 million for a worldwide total of 154.6 million its chances of passing 200 million are now almost non-existent and will end up making less than Birds of Prey. Not great. But hey, at least it's not doing as bad as Reminiscence, which made 3.7 million and now has a worldwide total of 10.8 million. Just absolutely amazing. Jungle Cruise is getting closer and closer to 200 million worldwide, with it now at 187 million. And the Boss Baby Family Business passed 100 million, with it at 100.3 million worldwide. Let's talk about the latest news now in Hollywood with the market in Saudi Arabia. I saw this article posted on Reddit, but it looks like the market there has been expanding quite a bit and will continue to do so. The big chain there is Fox Cinemas, which has 14 theaters of 149 screens in total around the country, with 9 theaters in the capital of Radaya, with plans to open a 15th theater in a different city later this year. Now, while 14 theaters does not sound like a lot, you have to think just a few years ago, it was a big deal when the first few opened. And with the country's 2030 goal, this is something to keep an eye on because there is a chance over the next decade, Saudi Arabia becomes a bigger market. Now, talking about the actual new movies, Disney seems to have found another franchise for themselves as Jungle Cruise 2 is in the works. The Hollywood Reporter has the exclusive on this, and it seems like they are planning on bringing the whole band back together. Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt will be coming back to star in the film, with Michael Green, who co-wrote the first one, coming back to write the screenplay for the sequel. While not locked in yet, Disney is also working on bringing back director Jamie Collett Sarah. So I think this is not a surprise that's happening. Even if the first movie makes a small loss overall, I think they know, considering how other studios have fared this year, <coughs> Warner Brothers, that so far they have been pretty successful in at least recouping their costs and normal times would have done better. I'm talking specifically Black Widow, Cruella, and Jungle Cruise here. Another reason why this and Cruella are getting sequels is that for the most part, they are well-received movies as well. One thing to keep an eye on at Disney, now that they have run through most of their animated movies to live-action ideas, is turning rides into movies. Now, obviously, the biggest one for them has been Pirates of the Caribbean, but that franchise is not iced. So right now, they only have Jungle Cruise. But before the lawsuit happened, they were also working on a Tower of Terror movie, so clearly they have been kicking around ideas of what they could do. I feel Space Mountain has to be up there for consideration, right? The Hollywood Reporter has got another exclusive on the movie that I thought died years ago, but has come back to life. The Expendables 4. Yep, Jason Statham and Sylvester Stallone are getting back together for this and have some new crew members, including 50 Cent, Tony Jaa, and Megan Fox as the female lead. The main change reportedly for this one compared to the others is Statham's character is taking the lead instead of Stallone, which has been the case for the first three. No release date set, but production begins in October. I can't tell how this movie came together, 
And I hope Statham and Stallone had an idea that they wanted to film, because otherwise it looks like Lionsgate is getting desperate and is looking for something to build up their, uh, their portfolio going forward. On to VOD Premium now, where we now know what's happening with The Green Knight in the UK. Thanks to Variety, with the exclusive, it's going for a dual release strategy, with it heading to theaters and on Prime Video the same day that day being September 24th. As for why the push and pull with the movie in the UK, well, yes it is an A24 film. A company called Entertainment Film, though, is actually handing distribution for it there and pulled it back in July. Since then, there have been discussions and this was the end result. The report mentions that A24 was pushing for there to be some kind of theatrical release, so the dual release is what was agreed upon. Now, I do not know how many Prime subscribers are in the UK, but I assume it will not affect the box office much since it was not made, it has not made much here domestically, and it had a solid month of uh, theatrical exclusivity. So we shall see. Apple's looking to buy another film with some big stars attached to it. Deadline has the exclusive on this, and they are currently in negotiations with Skydance to buy Ghosted, a romantic action adventure starring Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. The film will be directed by Dexter Fletcher, who recently just made Rocket Man for Paramount. Was not reported how much they are paying for the film. As for the film itself, it's a solid one. It's well known, both leads are close friends, so they can easily have chemistry, and Fletcher is a good director. I wonder if there is something more to it, or maybe Apple just wants to line up some films that are more relaxing to watch. Right now, their current lineup of films are more serious dramas that are looking to get Oscar wins. The Hollywood Reporter has another exclusive, with this one being Netflix buying another movie. They are reporting that they have bought the latest. Texas Chainsaw Massacre from Legendary Pictures. The film was already shot last year, so it is either completed or almost done in post-production. Nothing in the article states on why Legendary sold it or for how much, but I will tell you this, the movie probably sucks. I think Legendary knows it's bad, and Netflix wants a cheap horror movie, so they came to an agreement. Now how cheap, we don't know. The hook for this one though is that it is a lot like the last Halloween movie, where it is a direct sequel to the first one and continues after all this time. No report of a potential release date, but if the film is completed, look for Netflix to try and release this on or around Halloween. Finally, Disney is looking to clean up its streaming services a bit in the United States. So I did not know this, but they actually had a Hotstar service available in America that offered South Asian content. Well, it's being shut down. With the company shutting it down, they will be divvying up the content across Hulu and ESPN, for example. Uh, Indian Cricket will be on ESPN+, and South Asian TV shows will move to Hulu. After the transition is completed, Disney will shut down the service toward the end of 2022, so it'll take some time. Now, for anyone currently a Hotstar subscriber, Disney will soon be offering you a chance to convert it to the Disney Bundle, which includes Hulu and ESPN+, so you do not lose any access to content. I believe you can also get a partial refund if you, you know, bought ahead, you know, for a yearly subscription and you choose to uh, not switch over. I think this is a great move by Disney, and I am surprised they did not do it sooner. Considering they did not mention how many subscribers the service had, I doubt it was that many. Otherwise, they would boast about it. But the reason this makes sense is to get American customers on more of an even footing with the rest of the world regarding their streaming services. Since Disney cannot do much with Hulu, but add content until 2024, this is one way to do it. And also, with Cricket, uh, it makes ESPN Plus a more valuable sports service. Also, Disney does not need four separate services. The three they currently have makes sense. That's why they push the bundle heavily in marketing, not just one service. Because then you have access to everything. And that'll be it for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. 
Question for the episode is, if you were running Disney, would you give Jungle Cruise a sequel? Curious what your answer would be. Let me know on Facebook. Link to the page is in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.